Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for We want to make sure Israel's blessed because they're always on the map, they're always in the news, and everybody's always, oh, Israel, and they're like the littlest one out there. It's a true David and Goliath scenario. So we want to pray for Israel because God chose those people. He chose them. He says, I'm going to make the world known who I am through that little country and be thankful as a Gentile. I'm thankful as a Gentile that I'm grafted into them so that I can be saved too through that Jewish Messiah that some have mistakenly said, no, that's for the Jews only. No, he's for all of us. And that's a big war. The world hates Israel, hates the bullseye of the bullseye which is Jerusalem. We need to pray for them. And it's very pivotal. It's very uh, central in our ministry is Genesis 12, 3. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. Did you know that God curses people? We're going to be talking about that today. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. This is why we have Israel in the forefront, because I want that blessing. I want it. And the only way to get it is to bless Israel. So we do. Father, we thank you for Israel. Lord, we thank you that you're making yourself known to all the nations. They're going to find out who you are. And we could say one way or another, but we know the way that you're going to do it through Israel. You have said it to be so. We thank you, Lord God. You protect them and protect the believers, protect the pre-believers who have not yet realized that Jesus is Messiah, Lord God. We just thank you for the peace of Jerusalem. I look forward to bowing down before you at your throne there on Mount Zion in the future. Lord God is coming. I'm so excited. Thank you, Lord God. We, we're glad that you include us in this, that we could have a part of it. So we ask you, Lord God, for the peace of Jerusalem. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Joshua 21 today, go ahead and turn your Bibles to Joshua 21. It comes right after Joshua 20 to help you get there faster. Good morning. <laughs> so anyway, yes, we're, we're trucking along, and uh, it, it, you know, Joshua 21 was a tough one uh, for me, uh, because you know, every, every book I go through, I try to find that gospel ding moment, and I had a hard time finding the ding. I couldn't find the ding. Well, I remember in math class, I didn't do good at math class, uh, classes when I was in school, and I'm just sitting there just just... I'm not getting it. And the teacher's going over and over and over, and I just don't see it. The equations are going, I, I, you know. And all of a sudden, you have that ding. Is oh, now I suddenly get it. And you don't know why you suddenly got it. You just did. That was Joshua 21 for me. <laughs> I was going through it, and I was, okay, this information's good. That information's good. But I don't have a ding moment. I finally got that ding moment, and it was kind of late in the week. So uh, that was the timing for me, okay? Sometimes I just don't see it, but I'm glad I do before Sunday. So I'm going to take you through and show you the dang moment that I pray it hits you too. Oh, there's the gospel in this, in this Old Testament book. And I do my best to bring up the gospel moment in every book that we're in. So we're going to just keep on rolling, okay? So 
I want to start off by showing you Numbers 35 real quick, because Joshua is having to follow commands that were given to Moses. Now that Israel has come into the land, there are tasks to do. Every tribe has been given their inheritance, their piece of the map, according to lots. They drew lots or threw lots for it, and it was so that man's bias wouldn't be in the matter, so that no tribe could say, we prefer this over that, and that would start a war. It was done by lots so that God could be in control of the whole matter, and they got all their positions, their inheritances in different places. And there's still a few commands that Joshua still has to do that God gave to Moses. And it begins with Numbers 35 and 1 correlates to Joshua 21. And the Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho, saying, Command the children of Israel that they give the Levites cities to dwell in from the inheritance of their possession. And you shall also give the Levites common land around the the cities. They shall have the cities to dwell in, and their common land shall be for their cattle, for their herds, and for all their animals. And if you were to read further on in Numbers 35, it says that there are to be 48 cities given to the Levites with six cities being six refuge cities. The six refuge cities that we just read about in the previous chapter, where if an unintentional uh, accident happened that killed somebody, they could flee to the refuge city. And the parallel is that we are a sinner. We have killed with our sin because it produces death. We can flee to the refuge in Jesus Christ. And so they are given six refuge cities. But let's recall that if someone's seeking vengeance uh, over an accidental death, uh, they had to stay in the refuge city until the high priest died. They had to stay there until the high priest died. That high priest would have been a Levite. And so you're thinking, well, I've made it to the refuge city. I'm under refuge. The avenger of blood can't get me now, but I got to stay here until the high priest dies. And I remember thinking, what if the high priest was young that year? You might be there a while. But the nice picture for us is that my high priest, Messiah Jesus, died on the cross. And now that he died, I get to go home now. That was the same with the refuge city. But this, this priest would have been a Levite. And so here we are now where Joshua is going to follow that command that was issued to Moses in Numbers. And now Joshua 21 and 1. I'm going to do my best to make you go ding, okay? So I hope your dinger's ready. I'm going to plank your dinger. <laughs> Joshua 21 and 1 the cities of the Levites. Then the heads of the father's houses of the Levites came near to Eleazar, the priest, to Joshua, the son of Nun, and to the heads of the father's houses of the tribes of the children of Israel. And they spoke to them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan, saying, the Lord commanded through Moses to give us cities to dwell in with with their common lands for our livestock. So the children of Israel gave to the Levites from their inheritance at the commandment of the Lord, these cities and their common lands. So this is going to be here one of the the last acts of distribution. We've been looking at distribution, distribution to all these tribes. Here's one of the last acts of distribution, the land being divided out for the Levites. But they are not getting entire sections of inheritance like all the other tribes did. They are only getting cities. Because as we had read, it says the Lord is their inheritance. If you're walking around on this earth, saved in Jesus Christ, he is your high priest. That makes you a priest of God. Jesus is your inheritance. Don't look for an inheritance down here. I'm not saying don't strive to be successful. I'm saying don't look for that 
to be your inheritance, what's going to make your identity. Your identity is in Christ. You don't need an inheritance down here. It's going to die anyway. Our inheritance is in Jesus Christ. The Levites had the same thing. They did not get entire inheritance areas. They only got just a little piece of a city with just enough land for their livestock. That's all they got because their service was in the Lord. Joshua 13 and 33. I want to to show you this. But to the tribe of Levi, Moses had given no inheritance. There it is, because the Lord God of Israel was their inheritance, is what it says. And so that's why they're only getting these cities. And so they're basing their inheritance not on what's down here, but what's in heaven above. That's the focal point I keep bringing up over and over as we go through Joshua. Your inheritance isn't here. Don't lock onto that stuff down here going, oh, I got to have this. I got to have this. You're going to lose it. If you have Jesus Christ, you're never going to lose him. Make that your inheritance. That's your identity. So that's what we can get out of the Levites. So now they're, they're getting their little cities now that they can keep the perspective of doing godly service that they don't get the inheritance here. It's in, in heaven. Our inheritance is in heaven too. Matter of fact, 1 Peter 1, 3 says so. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To, to a what? An inheritance. There it is. And where is it? It ain't down here to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away. Reserved where? In heaven. In heaven for you. It's not down here. Don't look for it down here. We are priests. And so the the Levites are going to be a living example of this now that I just said and how they lived out their service to God without having a tribal land portion given to them like the other tribes got. The people are going to see this. All the other tribes are going to see the Levites, how they're living in just little cities. But man, our inheritance is in the Lord. That's going to be a great example placed before the people to learn of who the Lord God is, that the Lord God is enough. Now, Joshua 21 and 4. Yeah, 21 and 4. Now the lot came out for the families of the Kohathites and the children of Aaron, the priest, who were of the Levites. So what we see here is it's still for Levites, but this is a Levite section called the Kohathites, okay? Uh, They had 13 cities by lot from the tribe of Judah, from the tribe of Simeon, and from the tribe of Benjamin. The rest of the children of Kohath had 10 cities by lot from the families of the tribe of Ephraim, from the tribe of Dan, from the half-tribe of Manasseh. And the children of Gershon had 13 cities by lot from the families of the tribe of Issachar from the tribe of Asher, from the tribe of Naphtali, and from the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. Now remember, I'm Texan, and I'm doing my best to say these Hebrew words, okay? The, verse 7, the children of Merari, Merari, according to their families, had 12 cities from the tribe of Reuben, from the tribe of Gad, and from the tribe of Zebulun. And y'all are remembering all these tribal names that you're reading now, because we've been going over it for the last few chapters. You're like, oh, I remember them. I remember what significance about them. So now the the distribution is described according to, we're getting into three main branches of the tribe of Levi. It's all tribe of Levi, but you got three branches of the tribe of Levi, which are Levi's three sons. His three sons are Kohath, Gershon, and Merari. And so verses four through seven, they give us the main angle here of the three branches of the Levites. The the Levites are in three branches. But now the following verses that we're going to get into now are going to break down the details of each branch, each of the three branches. Now we're going to get details of the three Levite branches, starting with Kohath in Joshua 21 and 8. 
And the children of Israel gave these cities with their common lands by lot to the Levites, as the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses. So they gave from the tribe of the children of Judah and from the tribe of the children of Simeon, these cities, which are designated by name, which were for the children of Aaron, one of the families of the Kohathites who were of the children of Levi, for the lot was theirs first. And they gave them Kirjath Arba. Arba was the father of Anak, which is Hebron. What's Hebron? It was, it was a refuge city, right? In the mountains of Judah, with the common land surrounding it. But the fields of the city and its villages, they gave to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as his possession. Remember, Caleb was the one guy that was not Jewish, because it said his father, it talked about his ancestry, was not Jewish. He actually had a claim in this. And remember, all of you who are Gentiles who are not Jewish, you're thinking, well, I don't have an inheritance in the Lord. Yes, you do. Caleb did, and he said, the Lord said I get an inheritance. If anybody says, no, you can't be saved because you're not Jewish, you say, yes, I can, because I've been grafted in. The Lord God said so. Because the Lord said so. And Caleb claimed his little piece because the Lord said so. We're reminded of that right here. That Caleb, verse 13, Thus to the children of Aaron, the priest they gave Hebron with its common land, a city of refuge for the slayer. Libna with its common land. Jatir with its common land. Oh, here we go. Eshtemoah with its common land. Holon with its common land, Debir with its common land, Ain, uh, Ain with its common land, Jutah with its common land, Beth Shemesh with its common land, nine cities from those two tribes, and from the tribe of Benjamin, Gibeon with its common land, Geba with its common land, Anathoth with its common land, and Almon with its common land, four cities. All the cities of the children of Aaron, the priests, were 13 cities with their common lands. Now, I'm still getting to the ding moment. We'll get there. Let's just keep going. (laughs) And so the first branch of the Levites were the Kohathites. They got 13 towns. Nine were in the tribes of Judah and Simeon. One of those nine cities was Hebron, the refuge city. Now, David, King David, he first ruled as king over the tribe of Judah in the city of Hebron, before he was king over all Israel later in Jerusalem. So we saw Hebron there. And you might remember the friction that went on with uh, Joab and Abner in 2 Samuel. Abner, uh, I'm sorry, Joab was out to kill Abner because of vengeance, and he caught up to Abner in the city of Hebron and killed him. He killed him in a refuge city. Big no-no. You're not supposed to do that. Yes, somebody murdered someone in a refuge city. That's what comes to mind when I think about that. 2 Samuel 3 and 26 says, Now when Abner had returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside in the gate to speak with him privately, and there stabbed him in the stomach so that he died for the blood of Asahel, his brother. So when you first read this passage, you first wonder with all the trouble that's been going on between these two, why did Abner even bother to go talk to Joab at all? They're after each other. Why did he even go bother to talk to him and say, yeah, I'll I'll talk to you because I'm in a refuge city. You can't do nothing in a refuge city. Sure, let's talk. Um, Boy, was he tricked. He was tricked. He figured I'm safe, but Joab killed him anyway. David ended up having him executed later for being such a troublemaker over that. And so being that Hebron was listed here, I just wanted to give you a quick future reference of the significance of Hebron, of what's coming about. Now that y'all know what refuge cities are for, and and this is something that happened in Hebron, just a quick little thing there about Hebron. Joshua 21 and 20. 
And the families of the children of Kohath, the Levites, the rest of the children of Kohath, even they had the cities of their lot from the tribe of Ephraim. For they gave them Shechem with its common land in the mountains of Ephraim, a city of refuge for the slayer. Gezer with its common land, Kibzaim with its common land, and Beth Horon with its common land, four cities. And from the tribe of Dan, Eltike with its common land, Gebethon with its common land, Aijalon with its common land, and Gathrimon with its common land, four cities. And from the half tribe of Manasseh, Tanakh with its common land, and Gathrimon with its common land, two cities, all the ten cities with their common lands were for the rest of the families of the children of Kohath. Okay, I know that's a lot of information. You're like, okay, yada, yada, come on, let's go. But this is very important because this is, God, this is God's command being fulfilled. It's being done. It's all these tribes and all these, these Levite tribes and the, these three branches, they said we're entitled to this. And the Bible is being very specific that when God says he's going to do something or commands to do something, it should be done and it's going to get done. So that's why it's so much detail here. That does it for the Levite tribe of Kohath, and we see 10 more cities listed, including another uh, refuge city of Shechem. The priestly cities were within the southern kingdom of Judah, where the temple would be built in Jerusalem later. Now Joshua 21 and 27, we're getting there. Also to the children of Gershon, of the families of the Levites, from the other half-tribe of Manasseh, they gave Golan and Bashan with its common land, a city of refuge for the slayers. There's another refuge city. And Beeshtera with its common land, two cities, and from the tribe of Issachar, Kishion with its common land, Deborath with its common land, Jarmuth with its common land, and Enganim with its common land, four cities, and from the tribe of Asher, Mishael with its common land, Abdon with its common land, Helketh with its common land, and Rehob with its common land, four cities, and from the tribe of Naphtali, Kadesh in Galilee, with its common land, a city of refuge for the slayer. Hamath Dor, with its common land, and Kartan, with its common land, three cities. All the cities of the, of the Gershonites, according to their families, were 13 cities with their common lands. Boy, I'm telling you, when we read line upon line, we read line upon line, don't we? <laughs> we're not skipping nothing, no matter how hard it is for me to pronunciate. So, um, so here we have the Levite cities for the Gershonites listed here, and two of their cities are refuge cities, Golan and Kadesh. I've actually been to the Golan area, the, the Golan Heights area, all through there, and it's, it's a great place. Uh, recently, the President of the United States had recognized the Golan Heights area as belonging to Israel, and a lot of people are mad. <laughs> But there it is. It was it was part of what God said to distribute here. Joshua 21 and 34. And to the families of the children of Merari, the rest of the Levites from the tribe of Zebulun, Jokneim with its common land, Karta with its common land, Dimna with its common land, and Nahalal with its common land, four cities. And from the tribe of Reuben, Bezer, with its common land, Jahaz with its common land, Kedemoth with its common land, Mephath with its common land, four cities. And from the tribe of Gad, Ramoth and Gilead with its common land, a city of refuge for the slayer. You notice how the Bible's always reminding us of refuge, refuge, refuge. It is easy to get under refuge with God, okay? He's making sure we get that point. Uh, city of refuge 
for the slayer. Mahanaim with its common land, Heshbon with its common land, and Jazer with its common land, four cities in all. So all the cities for the children of Merari, according to their families, the rest of the families of the Levites were by their lot 12 cities. Okay, so we've gotten a lot of detail here. What we have seen going on here is that the Levites are being scattered out all around the land of Israel. All these cities, all these these refuge cities and along with it, this tribe gave part of their stuff, this tribe gave part of their stuff, they're all over the place. Now, they're being scattered. So if you recall from past chapters that we've been studying, the Simeonites, if you remember the Simeonites, they were also being scattered, weren't they? They were being scattered around the land, just like the Levites are. And that was because of Jacob's prophecy in Genesis 49 that he gave them, which says this, Simeon and Levi are brothers. Their swords are weapons of violence. Let me not enter their council. Let me not join their assembly, for they have killed men in their anger and hamstrung oxen as they pleased. Cursed be their anger so fierce and their fury so cruel. I will scatter them in Jacob and disperse them in Israel. So here's this prophecy playing out. Both the Simeonites, we already read that, uh, and the Levites are prophesied to be scattered because they ruthlessly killed those Shechemites who were trying to enter a, a peace treaty with them. They were trying to make peace with them. And, and they said, okay, we'll make a treaty if you circumcise yourselves as we are. So they did. And while the men were in pain, they went in there and just killed them. And that's why Jacob is so angry. And so they're cursed to be scattered. And so we've seen all the cities the Levites were, were given that we just read through, which were spread all around the land. And so this scattering being stationed in all these cities is how Jacob's prophecy is being fulfilled now for these Levites. It's coming to pass. But the Simeonites were a little different than the Levites. Show that map. If you look down there at the bottom, you can see the tribe of Simeon was inside the tribe of Judah. They were placed within the center of Judah's territory. This would cause the Simeonites to enter, uh, they would integrate into the tribes around them because they're stuck there inside in the middle. Like I said, it was kind of like when you drop a sugar cube into the center of a cup of coffee, that sugar cube is going to dissolve into the coffee and lose its identity as a sugar cube. That's what happened plopping the Simeonites right in the middle of Judah. That was what was going to scatter them. It was going to scatter them out. So we know the Simeonites were scattered by being dropped in the middle, but the Levites are being scattered in a very, very different way, aren't they? Because we just read they're stationed in all these cities. And so Jacob's prophecy is being fulfilled for both the Simeonites and the Levites to be scattered. Now, I've got some information. The ding moment's coming. I've got information on what kind of application this can mean here, but let's finish a little bit. Joshua 21 and 41. All the cities of the Levites. Within the possession of the children of Israel were 48 cities with their common lands. Every one of these cities had its common land surrounding it. Thus were all these cities. The promise is now fulfilled, okay? Verse 43, so the Lord gave to Israel all the land which he had sworn to give their fathers, and they took possession of it and dwelt in it. The Lord gave them rest all around according to all that he had sworn to their fathers, and not a man of all their enemies stood against them, the Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel 
all came to pass. That's what I like about when God says something. He's going to make it happen. For all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Uh, You can bet on it. It's going to happen. Salvation can be yours because when the Lord says it, He binds it. It's not dependent on you. It's dependent on what God said. Thank you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time, unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.